Welcome to Grow Your Influence Tree with your host, Leonard Kim. This is the show especially for those that want to be among the top influencers of the world. We'll help you build your brand, tell the most compelling story, build your reputation and grow your audience, and attract the top clients and customers. Listen to the experts. Think like they do, and you'll be on your way. Now, here's Leonard Kim. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. Uh, my name is Leonard Kim, and welcome back. Uh, throughout these um, last few months, it's been a pretty interesting world that we've kind of evolved into. A lot of people have been staying at home, uh, businesses have been affected all throughout the country and even beyond that and um, some people's businesses have not even recovered and a lot of places even um, places ran by like Michelin chefs in the restaurant world have closed down their shops just because they just don't see a way to really overcome things especially with the new climate we've been in where over here in America, at least, the uh, the states reopen and they close and they reopen and they close. And that type of uncertainty just brings a lot of daunting issues into the minds of the entrepreneurs in today's world. Yet, there are some industries that have been thriving. And when we kind of look at things historically, uh, when a recession does come about or when we are in troubling times, there are certain places where people could end up earning money and recouping their careers. And those could range from different things from like um, education to like online digital businesses to um, e-commerce, to like entertainment. Entertainment in some facets has uh, strictly struggled, especially when it comes to in-person events because those are just things that aren't really happening that well anymore and are extremely restricted nowadays. But then people are moving online to other forms of entertainment. And... Um, day trading and other things are doing pretty well. One of my clients, um, personally, uh, he's gone out there and done some interesting stuff. Um, the stock market, for example, has kind of had a pretty volatile um, time during the last few three or four months. Um, a lot of people have been looking for new ways to go out there and earn money and the stock market in particular, the volumes of trades have increased immensely, like two to three different times. And I believe part of that reason is a lot of people are looking for new ways to go out there and earn money. And the big problem is a lot of people are going into the field uneducated. They're extremely unsure of exactly what to do. Uh, and these people are getting... Um, kind of crushed by the uh, people who are a little bit more experienced at what they're doing. And that's why education really comes and plays a big part into really going out there and figuring out a new industry. With a lot of the downtime, a lot of the people who are staying at home, some people who aren't out there working as much as they're used to, it opens up the door for us to really go out there and learn new things. So if that's one route that you wanted to really go out there and take, there's a lot of resources out there that could potentially help you learn a new skill, which could become quite lucrative. Um, 
for example, one of my clients, um, just today he made about 400 grand. In the last month, he made a million dollars based off starting with a $70,000 account. So there is a lot of opportunity that's really out there uh, for that type of field. It does take a lot of education and everything. And another thing is uh, with things kind of pushing people to stay home, a lot of traditional forms of consumption of content have um, kind of disseminated and people are kind of moving uh, online. So if you think about like personal branding or building a digital business or doing something like I do, like digital marketing, it really opens up the doors to a lot of opportunities there. Um, in the last month and a half, I've seen business expand pretty um, significantly, at least in my personal experience, and things have been growing extremely well over there. So that's another forefront to go into. But one of the core things when we really think about how all the uh, world of business is working is we have to consider that uh, the most important thing out of all of these is going to be our personal brand. We live with ourselves day to day. Um, some people, Michelin star um, chefs and whatnot, thought that their businesses would last forever. And even after earning such accolades like Michelin stars, a lot of chefs have been seeing their doors close. And what that basically tells us is that we never know what's going to happen to our businesses. They could be here one day, they could be gone the next. Uh, the climate could change, something could completely wipe us out. But what we have at the end of our day is our reputation. Now, even with a restaurant closing, for example, a Michelin star uh, chef still has that Michelin star attached to his name. He's still renowned, or he or she is still renowned as that. So their personal brand gives them a lot more flexibility when they're moving from one thing to another because that reputation does follow them along. And when we think about a personal brand, it's not just tied to the accolades that we have or the successes that we've made. It ties into really everything where, you know, we could go out there and grow our business to or grow our potential selves into exactly who we need to be, no matter what trials and tribulations really come our way. And one of the neat things that we could even recognize is that these trials and tribulations while they could be hurtful to us, they could be learning opportunities for others and also be the potential for us to go out there and make connections and really go and have a chance of redemption to build our personal brands. And that, in turn, could help us grow even more exponentially. So when you think about building a personal brand, it's because of the climate we've been in for the last few years, it's always been people's intuition to go out there and highlight their very best moments. But especially with this pandemic and everything that's going on, um, a lot of people don't have that same set of optimism that they once had and aren't looking for those things. What they're looking for is like deep and meaningful connections. So what that means is for us to really go out there and do something meaningful, it would require us to really be our true selves and showcase who we are with the world and that includes the good the bad and ugly and sometimes going out there and sharing the ugly might hurt us but if we do it in the right way it could actually help us grow and if you're looking at really going out there and turning things around and going out there and succeeding 
a personal brand really is the way to do it. People don't really make that same kind of connection that they do when they see a logo or a brand. What they really care about is going out there and making that deep connection with another human being, especially now more than any time else. Um, people want to go out there and have a sense of feeling and touch heart to heart. And our heart is really our most valuable asset because that's what really guides us. It's that caringness, that kindness, that love, that compassion, sharing that pain, sharing those good moments, it's just being true to who we are. And the more that we can get in touch with our heart and our deep human emotions, the better it is for us to really go out there and make that personal brand that really connects with people all across the world. And when you think about it financially, at least, building those connections could lead to more business opportunities, more deals, more clients, and more things potentially happening in that way. When you think about it emotionally, it helps you go out there and build friendships um, and connect with people that are probably like yourself. So then you're able to build those emotional support systems that you really need to succeed. It's hard to say exactly where a personal brand could go because the possibilities really end up becoming limitless where anything could really become possible once a personal brand is built right. When we're looking at the world and wondering what it is to really build a personal brand to be successful, it gives us a lot of insight into who we are ourselves and it's half a journey of discovery into ourselves and half how the world has seen us now one thing that i like to do with a lot of people to really help them identify and really understand who they truly are is a little post-it note exercise and this post-it note exercise is pretty simple. Let's say you were to take a green set of post-it notes and a yellow set of post-it notes. On that green set, you could write down words that you feel describe yourself, like funny, charismatic, leader, um, smart, thoughtful, whatever it may be. Things to describe you personally, things to describe you in the business world, things to describe the things that you like and enjoy, like maybe swimming or uh, sports and things like that or athletic and then on the other set what you would want to do is pass those things out to your friends family members colleagues co-workers whoever it may be and have them write a single word on each of those on how they feel describe you and that gives you the opportunity to really go out there and see both sides of the world uh, you not only get insight on how you see yourself, but you see insight on how others see you. Now, the way to keep that true and authentic, uh, it's something I talk about in my book, Ditch the Act, Reveal the Surprising Power of Real You for Greater Success, is when you're passing these uh, post-it notes out, is to have them write that word and have it be completely anonymous. You don't look at it when you pick it up from a person, put it into a brown bag, shake it up, mix it around, whatever it may be. But let them know it's going to be completely anonymous for what they say about you. 
Now, when you collect those notes and you have the two sets, the green ones and the yellow ones, the ones where you wrote things about yourself and the ones where other people said things about you, you could go out there and find a wall, a bulletin board, or whatever it may be, and you start to put these up. And you start to cluster the ones that are similar to each other. And when you cluster these things up, what you'll be able to find is that there'll be some emerging categories that are aligned with each other. Some people will say certain things about you, and you'll be saying the same things about yourself, and those are going to align. And what you're going to be able to see is that there's going to be three emerging categories that emerge from everything. One's going to be with your natural characteristics of who you are, One's going to be uh, probably work-related, and one's going to be related to your hobbies and your personal interests. Uh, another thing is you're going to find is there's going to be some things that you say about yourself that other people don't. Like, for example, let's say that you think that you're funny, and no one else is really indicating that you're funny. Uh, chances are you're probably not funny, and that's not something that you would be including into your personal brand. When we kind of put all those concepts together, what ends up emerging is something that I like to call a branding starship. And these become the guiding lights of exactly who you are. And it becomes the foundation of, and it becomes the intersection of how you see yourself and how others see you. And when you have that mixture of how you see the, how the world sees you and how you see yourself, it gives you the tools that you really need to really start to build out your personal brand. The next thing I like to do in this process is we each have people that we kind of look up to, the heroes or the people that we feel are aligned directly with our messages or the content that we really like to consume. We naturally assimilate and move towards these people. When we think about them, we could probably come up with three names in our head. And then when we look at those personality traits and the things that kind of come out from that post-it note exercise, we can take one of those and match it up with another person. And then we have the opportunity to kind of look at the content that these people are creating. When we're looking at that content, there's little bits and pieces of how they interact with how we interact. What we have to do is figure out how to tie in those people's voice into our own natural voice. And there's a way to really get into that and make that happen. And I'll get more into that after our commercial break. Uh, if you want to go out there and follow me, uh, you can follow me at Mr. Leonard Kim on Twitter. Uh, you can email me at hello at, Mr. Uh, hello at leonardkim.com. And we'll be back after this commercial break. sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. 
It's time to unlock some of the best kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric Easy Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel channel we don't follow we lead join us the voice america influencers channel this is grow your influence tree to reach leonard kim or his guest call into the program at 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com now back to grow your influence tree hey everyone welcome back to grow your influence tree um earlier in the segment you learned about how to uh different ideas on what you could go out there to earn money at this time we talked a little bit about building a personal brand and why it's important we touched base on how you could really go out there and discover the intersection between how you see yourself and how the world sees you to really build that foundation for going out there and building a successful brand. We touched upon looking at the people that we kind of look up to you in the world and how they kind of create content. And what we said we were going to do is touch upon how we could implement styles and elements of who they are into conveying who we are. Now, before I get directly into that, some more benefits about the personal brand is if we really think about it, I touched upon this a little bit earlier, is we never know what's going to happen with our businesses. One day we could have a restaurant that's opened up Next thing we know, that could be completely gone due to um, unforeseen circumstances such as um, this pandemic or something that could potentially arise in the future, whatever it may be. We have a lot of uncertainty on exactly where the world's going and nothing can really predict exactly what's going to happen. But the one thing that we know for a fact is that until the moment we're dead, we're going to be living with ourselves. And we'll always be there. And as long as we're going to be alive, that means that a sure bet on what we could really go out there and invest into 
is our personal brand because it's going to go and stick with us to the day we're no longer here. And with that said, uh, going back to going and looking at the people who we kind of look up to and looking at the different elements that we could kind of tie in from their personal brands into who we are is taking a strong look at the content that they're creating. If these people have wrote books, if they've written articles, or if they've done things like that, one thing we really want to do is kind of get into their heads to see how they're consuming content. Now, before I even started writing in 2013, uh, back in about 2011, 2012, what I would do is I would consume a lot of content from people who I kind of looked up to, uh, people like Neil Patel, who I went to high school with, um, Malcolm Gladwell, um, Brian Clark from uh, Copy Blogger, um, James Altucher, and a few other people. James Altucher more in 2013. And I really familiarized myself with their content. One of the things that I did is when I read something that they wrote, whether it was a post or something, an article, whatever it may be, I took that post and I looked at it and then I just typed it out word for word and like a word document. And I did that with a few different people. Now, in doing that, what it did is subconsciously, my mind was able to go out there and pick up their different writing styles and their different elements and how they went out there and talked about themselves. Now, one mistake I see a lot of people doing is they'll take someone that they look up to, like, let's say they're a motivational speaker, for example. And if you think motivational speaker, maybe the first two top names that kind of appear in your head, um, for me, for a male figure, it would be Tony Robbins. For a female figure, it would be Gabby Bernstein. Uh, what ends up happening is a lot of people think they could go out there and imitate these people directly. And the biggest problem for that is these people are like 15, 20 years out into building their personal brand. And most of us are starting at stage one, or maybe we're like six months into building our personal brand or within the first year. And when we try to go out there and imitate these people directly, what ends up happening is it just doesn't work because it's inauthentic. We're not being true to who we are. But we still need to learn the elements of how they're going out there and portraying themselves. And by going and copying this um, information and keeping it all uh, private so we could go out there and learn, we're able to pick up on the elements that kind of uh, go over uh, exactly what it is so we could <coughs> exactly what it is so we can understand how it is that they're going and communicating with the world. And that all happens at a subconscious level. Now, the reason why you want to do this with multiple people and at least three different ones is because if you just do it with one, you're going to be copying their style directly, which kind of falls into that trap of the first problem that I outlined where you're speaking and communicating like someone else and trying to copy them directly. Now, if you use about three different people, you have three different voices that you're kind of drawing off from as inspiration. And 
What's going to happen is naturally, subconsciously, uh, once you start to understand these three patterns and you begin to go and practice on your own personal content, whether you keep that public, private, whatever it may be, you're going to notice that a mixture of those three elements are going to start appearing into the content that you're going out there and developing. And... What's going to happen as time progresses and you grow more confident is that your natural voice is going to emerge out of all of that. It's going to naturally go and find who you are, who your true self is, and go and shine that with the world. So that way, even though you're borrowing from elements at the very beginning, your true voice shines. So then now you're able to go out there and have that authentic voice that you're sharing with the world. I think we've heard enough of the importance of going out there and building with an authentic voice and how important it is. The problem is most people really don't know how to go out there and do that. And that's because of a lot of the culture that we're in nowadays. Culture tells us to go out there, highlight our accolades, talk about our very best moments, but especially now, more than ever so, where um, a lot of things have been happening in the world. Uh, people are staying at home. Protests are happening everywhere. And people are just realizing that this system that we've been following for so long isn't one that works anymore. And what's worse is it's so difficult for people to really go out there and find that true authenticity to who they are. And how that really comes about is not just going out there and sharing the very good moments of our life, but going out there and sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly. And that even becomes the hard, scary moments that we don't really want to go out there and share. And it's not good to really talk about things that happen as they presently occur, it's more reflecting back and looking at things that have happened in the past, things, trials and tribulations that we have gone through and hopefully overcome. When we kind of look at these factors and tie them into our stories and our elements, we're able to really piece things together so then we could create a message that really goes and connects to an audience. And what that does is it gets people to really not get to know us, but gives them the opportunity to potentially like us, potentially trust us, and if the message strikes in the right way, potentially even fall in love with us. Not in the romantic sense, but in the sense where they want to do business with us, where they want to follow us on social media, where they want to consume more of our content, where they want to pay attention to what we're doing, where they want to kind of make those elements to make that deeper connection with us. And all those things kind of happen when we focus on creating something that I like to call ethereal content. And what ethereal content is, if you think about the benefits of it all, is ethereal content, for one, it gets consumed. For two, it gets shared. And for three, it leads to 
directing more things to us that we're looking for, whether it's friendships, relationships, business, followers, whatever it may be that we're out there and looking for. And sometimes it turns into things that we may not even have looked for before, whether that's an opportunity to go out there and publish a book, whether it's an opportunity to go out there and speak to people across the world and share a message, whether it's an opportunity to take vacations, whatever it may be, all these things can potentially arise of going out there and combining that personal brand and tying it into the elements of building ethereal content. And you might be thinking, okay, so I know I need to go out there and build a personal brand. I know I could go out there and figure out what the intersection is between me and other people out there. And I have inspiration sources that I could draw from. I could go out there and make my natural voice emerge. But what is this ethereal content and how does that work? Now, when we kind of look at the shape of the world that we're in, a lot of people might be focusing on like building out 15-second videos, 30-second videos, one-minute videos, putting a Photoshop picture on like a platform like Instagram or something like that, or maybe even writing a post that's about like 500 words. But when we think about all the consume content that we as consumers consume on an everyday basis, there's very few pieces that really stand out that make us go, wow. Is that what I really read? Is that what I really saw? Wow, that touched me. That moved me. That really inspired me. Or I felt a deep connection with that. Those opportunities happen less and less with the more content that we see. And the reason for that is so little people put in the time and focus to make their content stand out. And... They follow the norms and the standard guidelines of how everyone else is going out there and creating content. They think that they need to stay within a certain length of time or a certain length of words. And they try to fit what their message is into a box. But the real solution for this is twofold. It's one, taking the time factor out of it. How much of our message could we really go out there and portray in 500 words or a 30-second video? We're pretty limited on what we could go out there and share. Large companies, large ad agencies are paid millions and millions and millions of dollars to go out there and make commercials. And we consume all these 30-second clips time and time again. But how often is it that we see one that we just say, wow, that really moves us and shakes us and touches us? Chances are, if you're thinking about your personal experience right now, there's very few and far in between where those moments actually go out there and shine. And if people are spending millions and millions of dollars on it, and that world is so competitive, why do we want to go and stick ourselves into that same world that everyone else is when we could pave out a new road for ourselves, a new roadmap where we could go out there and create content that really stands out. So the first side of it is taking that time factor and breaking it. We're not limited to that 30-second video. What if we expanded it to 5 minutes, 7 minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, whatever it may be? What if we took an article and expanded it from 500 words, which could probably be like the length of a song, 
if you think about songs, for example, there's not that many that really stand out that move us. And we know how many songs are released each and every single year. And so many people go back to the hits and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm into the 80s. I'm into EDM. I'm into the stuff I listened to as a child. Because the hits don't just keep coming year after year after year. And we have to kind of go back to the classics. And that could be uh, due to the format that everyone's trying to stay within the same guidelines to make things happen. Or it could be to other factors. But when we really think about it, if we want our content to really go out and shine, and we take that time factor away, do we have the ability to go and share the message or the story that we really want to portray? Do we have the ability to share that expertise that we have and put that out into the world? in a way where people are able to truly grasp and understand it and have a scene potentially as thought leaders or be more connected to others or share that compelling story that we share with people maybe at a bar, at a restaurant, or in their dark moments that cause the deeper connection where we built genuine strong bonds with others. Whatever it may be, those things are all possible if we kind of take that limiter of the time off of the factor. Once we're able to remove that time element, we then have to look at the content and figure out what does it take to really make something ethereal? Does it happen by us investing just two hours into a piece? Is that really enough time and effort to really go out and make something that's going to be so compelling? If we look at social media, for example, a lot of people, a lot of companies are focused on creating new content each and every single day. But when you kind of get into the grind of creating something every single day, the quality factor kind of disappears with that. And it just becomes more synchronous where you're just going, or more in a way where you're just going out there and just sharing something day after day. And that potential effect of it really going out there and touching and moving people starts to diminish. If we look at the quality factor, however, and if we put in our very best effort to create something of quality and maybe spend a whole day, two days, three days, a week, maybe potentially even longer on one specific thing, do we have the ability to really go out there and move people? So now when we kind of remove that time factor and then we look at the next factor and think about the quality, if we tie these two elements in together, we have the ability to go out there and build a pretty powerful personal brand. And of the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, if we look at what the first agreement is, the first one is to go out there and to always do your best. Now, if we kind of take that approach and we put it into our content, it kind of makes the world a lot easier to really go out there and see who we are and the message that we're trying to go and portray. Now, there's three other agreements that you could also potentially um, incorporate into that. And that could always be found by going through the book, The Four Agreements, and learning more about exactly what they are. But if we just stick to the very first element, which is to always do your best, chances are that quality has the ability or that content has the ability to go out there and shine as quality content and make it to the point where it's, it's, it's ethereal. Uh, we'll be getting more into uh, tips and tricks on how to really go out there and make that personal brand successful. 
But right now, we'll be hopping off to a commercial break, and we'll be seeing you soon. You can always find me at Mr. Leonard Kim on Twitter. Uh, you could email me at hello at Mr. or hello at leonardkim.com, and we'll be back after this commercial break. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influence channel are you ready to move to your next level listen for empowering women transforming lives with host rebecca hall greider each show will focus on a central topic with discussion guests and your questions being featured our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement inspiration and practical steps to support them on their journey Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And join us for a replay of the show on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Uh, Leonard Kim here. We've talked a lot about a ton of different things on the show, from going out there, uh, looking at different opportunities where you could earn potential income, especially in uh, the world that we're in today, uh, looking at different things to really go out there and succeeding touching upon the personal branding aspect of, for a lot of the different things that we could really go out there and do. 
and giving the foundational advice of how to go out there and build a personal brand. We've looked at things from a positioning standpoint and a foundational standpoint and a content creation standpoint. Now, a lot of people would really wonder, okay, so this is what I need to do to build a personal brand. Cool, got it. Now, this is what I need to do to figure out the intersection of how I see myself and how others see me to build that foundation. Awesome, I get it. Okay, I could take these core elements from these people I respect and tie this into what I'm doing. That's pretty awesome. Now, I know what I could do to take that step to go out there and move my content from just being regular content to making it ethereal. Great. Now, what do I do with all of this? How do I get this message out there and share it with the world? So there's two different sides that we have to look at. One is we have to look at what we own. When we think about platforms, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, LinkedIn, whatever it may be, these aren't platforms that we own. They're not. They're owned by other companies. And what could be done on one platform uh, is theoretical. And the other side of it is since we don't own them, we don't know exactly what's going to happen with these. So what I like to do is I like to think of these channels more as distribution channels than anything else. Ways to get your content out there. So like, let's say we were to go out there and manufacture a bottle of Coca-Cola. That would be done in our factory. Then it would be sent out to the distributors. And then it would be ending up in grocery stores, liquor stores, convenience stores, gas stations, vending machines, whatever it may be. So now, if we think about uh, the thing that goes out there and ships the product elsewhere, the distribution network, like the trucks and the delivery system, and we think about the social media networks and platforms like that, we have to think about our um, storefront and the manufacturer of everything. The manufacturer is you. You're going out there and creating all this stuff. The distribution channels are the social media networks. That's kind of seen as your trucks to go out there and advertise or to go out there and get your content out there. So then we kind of look at the storefront. What's the storefront? What's the liquor store? What's the convenience store? What's the uh, vending machine where your product actually sits? Now that becomes your site. That becomes the one thing that you own that no one else could take away from you. Ideally, what that site is going to be is it's going to be named after you. Why? Because that gives you the flexibility. So no matter what you choose to do in the future, whether you choose to do one business for the next three to five years and move on to doing something else, or whether you plan to stick to doing something for your entire life, that foundation kind of moves with you everywhere. You could pivot, you could change direction, you have full control over exactly what it is that you're doing. So you're going to need to have a website. And with that content that you've been developing, the main place that you want that uh, content to be is on your website because that becomes the one thing that you own. That ethereal content you're going out there and making, the number one place it goes is to your website. So now that you have all that squared away, now when you think about these distribution channels and how content gets back to you, you have to think, okay, what can I do? How do I get this message out into the world? Are people going to randomly go out there and discover my site? 
with a great function called copy and paste, you can go out there and start syndicating your content to other places. And then you could also use social media to write intros to get people interested in seeing where that content all develops out. And then you can use all of that to really funnel back and lead to your website where people are really going to get to know, like, and trust, and potentially fall in love with you. Now, if you have a business as well, it makes sense to go out and have a company site that kind of does everything too, where that kind of talks about the problem you face, the struggles, or the problem a potential client faces, the struggles, and the solutions that are offered. And that could just be linked off from your personal website to them. When we kind of look at the different elements and what the core essential part of your personal website is going to be, aside from all this ethereal content, is the number one most important thing that you're going to have is your bio. Because that's the opportunity where people are really going to be able to get to know, like, and trust you. And when you think about that, most people overlook the bio. When we look at a lot of large companies, they have a bio that's kind of laid out there like a resume. And with the bios that are kind of written out like that, that says, oh, XYZ worked at this company for about five years, does it really build any credibility to anything? It really doesn't. So it doesn't really, I mean, it might build the credibility, but it doesn't touch base and connect at that deep emotional level where people really get to know and like someone. So that becomes a missed opportunity where someone could potentially go and do business with you. And if we have someone who's going to be at that page anyways, don't we want to maximize the opportunity where they really get to know, like, and trust us and kind of move forward with what we're doing? The answer is probably yes. So what that means is that bio really has to tell a compelling story of who we are, highlight what we're doing, and talk more about exactly what it is that we are, what we stand for, and the experiences that we've gone through life needs to talk about things that we like and enjoy and incorporate those elements of that branding starship that we talked about earlier, which is the intersection between how we see ourselves and how the world sees us. And when we're able to tell that story, it gives us the opportunity to go out there and have things potentially grow, where people follow us on social media, where people refer us clients, where people give us opportunities where people start knocking at our door instead of having us go out there and knock on doors anymore. And where things just end up potentially growing even more significantly than, than we can ever think of. So what does it really take to make that compelling bio? We had to kind of go back to that ethereal content that we talked about before. We're not sticking ourselves into a box where we're limiting ourselves to a bio of maybe like 100 words, 200 words, or whatever it may be, even a few sentences. And we're expanding and we're telling a story. What I usually do with my clients is I'll tell them, so can you tell me about your story, who you are, how you were raised, what your childhood was like, whether or not you have family dinners, if you were disciplined, if you came from a loving family, walk me through that, go through elementary, junior high, high school, your first relationship, your first job, your first business venture, college, and take me all the way up to where you are today. And most people will tell me a compelling story of exactly what, what they've gone through. Now, not everyone has that compelling story, and that's okay. 
Maybe you just spend time with your dog. Maybe you just spend time with your animals. Maybe you just spend time with your family. Maybe you haven't had that many interesting things happen. Those should all still be conveyed in that bio. Because not everyone has had an adventurous or traumatic or, or unique life. And that's okay because there's someone out there who will be able to relate to you because not everyone's gone through that. And the more normal your life is, you have a chance to connect with other people who are quite similar too. So there's always those elements that you're always going to come across people who are coming into reading more about you. Um, if we think about human psychology, we naturally gravitate towards people who we are like and similar to. So... If we're adventurous, we're going to be attracting a lot more adventurous people. If we're kind of um, quirky, we'll probably attract more quirky people to us. If we're living a pretty average life, sure, a lot of average people are going to come to us too. And each way, we're able to attract more people who are like us. And that gives us the ability to go out there and attract more no matter what position that we're in. And then... When we think about the law of attraction, a lot of people say if you go out there and think of things, that things will just manifest. This is taking things even further and putting ourselves out there. If we put ourselves out there and we shine as who we truly are, what we'll end up doing is attracting more people who are like us to come in to work with us. And that, in turn, gives us the opportunity to really move with any type of business, to really grow, to really find our own path. And... I know Simon Sinek has a book out there that says, Start With Why. A lot of people want to go out there and live that purpose-driven life. But not everyone is able to go out there and know what their purpose truly is. And if we don't really know what our purpose is, but we know we want to go out there and succeed or connect with others, maybe it's not the why that we start with. Maybe instead it's the who. And if we start with who, and we do and we ditch the act and we start revealing our whole selves and share who we truly are, then all the things that we could potentially have ever dreamed of, some things that we never even have dreamed of before, could eventually happen and start to fall in place. And that just comes from putting in the time and the effort to really make things happen. Now, thinking of all this, it might get you really excited. You might see an ability to really go out there and change things. You might be able to see opportunities for your income to increase. You might be able to see uh, better relationships forming in your life. Whatever it may be that you see could potentially happen. But one thing that human beings tend to like to do is set expectations like, oh, I'm going to go out there and make a million dollars or, oh, I'm going to go out there and do this or, oh, I'm going to go out there and make some personal brand where millions of people follow me. And that expectation does more harm than it does good because once we put that expectation there, we're always going to be looking at things and going, oh, I only got 100 followers today. I'm never going to be able to reach that million, million follower mark. We get discouraged and don't see things potentially happening. And then a lot of people, when they kind of fall into that path, is they want to go out there and quit. They want to give up because they don't see that they're getting to that end goal fast enough. But what if we flip things around and instead of having that expectation there, we just put in the effort, we focused on the inputs, did the work, and started seeing what happened? What if we just got 
two followers within maybe like a month and what if one of them became a deep connection and we started chatting with them all the time or they became a client maybe in six months something miraculous happened and it just started turning into like a thousand followers out of nowhere or maybe 10 new clients or maybe an opportunity to speak in a new country or maybe even a book deal or whatever it may be when that expectation isn't there and things just begin to start happening and we just look at it from a point of gratitude and appreciation and thankfulness, it just opens up the door for things to potentially continue growing to a place that we never even knew imaginable. I've had a lot of ups and downs in life, some amazing times, some horrible times, some even traumatic. But one thing that I've noticed is that no matter what happens, a personal brand will continue to grow and things will continue to be there. And even when things could end up seeming hopeless, out of nowhere, a new client could come in. Out of nowhere, new business partners could appear. Out of nowhere, you could be given a new opportunity to really go out there and change things. But don't take it from an approach of naivety either because it's always in our best interest to do the due diligence and do the research because we don't want to end up in situations that we're unhappy with where we get screwed or potentially have uh, the a wolf with, in sheep's clothing doing something to potentially harm us. So we always want to keep our eyes open and look out for the very best uh, and look out for, and while we want to look at the very best for everyone and see what's out there, and find that appreciation. We have to be realistic too, and know that not everything out there is good, and do our due diligence and do our homework to find those right opportunities. Well, everyone, I wanted to thank you for joining me for another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. Uh, you can always find me at leonardkim.com. Find me on Twitter at Mr. Leonard Kim. Um, I have a course that goes out there. It teaches everyone how to build our personal brand called the G3 Branding Formula. You can also learn more about Ditch the Act, Reveal the Surprising Power of the Real You for Greater Success at bookstores or on Amazon. And uh, once again, thank you for joining another episode of Grow your influence tree, and we'll be seeing you next week. Thank you for making us part of your week. Listen for Grow Your Influence Tree with Leonard Kim every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Stand out, stand apart, and become a top influencer. We'll see you here next week.